are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Jonan right here on TKO. As you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's happening? Ooh, I'm just so happy to be here today. Actually, today is my first day of summer because yesterday, exactly yesterday, I wrote my last exam of the semester and I could not be any happier right now. So uh, I also want to give a big shout out to anybody else, any other student out there who are still writing their exams you can do this you got this champ and um you know finally i feel like they will all come into an end and um you know the only thing that will be left for us out there would be summertime and vacation time so yeah let's celebrate that for a second eh so yeah there's that and um if you've actually been catching up with the show you probably know that last week we did not have a brand new episode but here we are today this week yes resuming exactly where we left off and honestly i feel like this past week that we actually did not have an episode so many things happened that would not actually happen throughout an entire year in the world of especially mixed martial arts and just combat sports overall and if you actually do catch up with the news with your mma news you probably know what i'm talking about and if you're actually catching up with the show, you also probably remember that the last time that I was here before we left off for a week, um, I told you guys that I was so happy that some of the updates that I was going to tell you guys actually happened right before I was going to come into the studio and talk to you guys. So I was happy for that. But then the moment, like a, an hour after I left the studio that day, crazier stuff even went down and yes of course i'm talking about i mean okay i don't want to talk about them in too much detail because they're probably kind of obsolete by now but i just i just want to touch on them a little bit so you guys probably remember remember all the ufc 223 uh, chronicles and drama and the fact that tony ferguson he got injured and he could not actually fight khabib Nurmagomedov, and then max holloway he flew all the way from hawaii to new york to actually fight khabib and we all thought that that was going to be the case however the day that it was actually going to weigh in he was <laughs> he was deemed medically unfit uh, to actually cut the weight and to actually uh, do the fighting with Khabib. So we had that. And then we didn't know who else to actually put on this card to face off Khabib. And as you can imagine, like just imagine how horrible it would have f actually felt for Khabib. Because throughout this entire week, you've at least changed like five opponents. And uh, originally, like you've trained your hardest for that original opponent, Tony Ferguson. You know how his style is and how to actually counteract the things that he's going to throw at you. But, you know, not only that, but you don't even know who you're facing. Like, you could be facing the wall. And, you know, as far as we're concerned in the world of MMA, like, <laughs> that's not that impossible. So, you know, it was just so crazy. And they were just trying to pull fighters here and there to 
you know, pull pull them from their own actual fights to actually face Khabib, and we had that drama, but then eventually um, Al Iaquinta, who was actually, I think he was going to be fighting on the preliminary card, but then they pulled him out of that fight, and uh, he finally actually faced off with Khabib. So, okay, there's that. Let's put that aside. And you guys probably remember, um, like, the day before... Yeah, so this was actually before the weigh-ins for UFC 223. So I think this is the Thursday of uh, fight week. And this is right after the fighters were actually coming out of a pre-fight press conference that they were having in Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And... Lo and behold, uh, the next thing you know, Conor McGregor has uh, <laughs> just hopped on a plane with his homies all the way from Ireland just to uh, jump on that plane and come all the way to New York because allegedly the night before uh, all of that uh, press conference, Khabib Nurmagomedov and his crew were sort of air quote bullying um, uh, Conor McGregor's um, training partner and um, best friend um, Artem Lobov who himself was supposed to be fighting on that UFC 223 card and so uh, allegedly Conor McGregor saw that and um, he could not just um, let that be and so he tried to thug it out (laughs) apparently and he uh, just like I said hopped on a plane and came all the way to Brooklyn to pretty much whoop Khabib's butt. And, um, okay, here's the thing. So if you are trying to act tough and you're trying to show that you're there for your homies, okay, that's a whole different story because, you know, it's actually admirable that you are trying to stand, uh, you know, um, support your friends uh, who had been bullied in a way. But the thing is, the way Conor McGregor... um, you know, expressed himself that day wasn't totally logical. And it almost felt like he was just looking for attention, especially because the things, the sort of things that he did, right, it happened right after a press conference in which a lot of journalists and media experts were there, a lot of cameras were there. And so you you almost kind of you know, wonder, did Conor McGregor actually plan this whole thing out? You know, it it couldn't have been just for um, standing out for Artem Lobov. I feel like there was just more things to that. And um, in a way, I feel like Conor McGregor just wanted that attention, especially because all of the attention was being focused on Khabib because Khabib was going to be the one who was going to be the undisputed lightweight champion after fight nights at UFC 223. And um, the president of the UFC, Dana White, was... um, Constantly saying that, uh, yeah, Conor McGregor will not have uh, his um, lightweight belt after fight nights, after uh, the time that Khabib's going to be fighting. And if Khabib wins this fight, then Khabib is going to be declared the undisputed lightweight champion at the UFC. So Conor McGregor probably, uh, he he probably felt threatened in a way. And because of that, he just wanted to, you know, pretty much shift all the attention towards himself. And so you guys probably know, I know you guys are, uh, you know, diehard MMA fans out there. So you probably have caught up with the news. So Conor McGregor was arrested and he was taken to court and blah, blah, blah. And um, actually, I think his um, hearing, his next hearing is going to be in June. So until then, we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that. 
But what pretty much happened was he just paid out his bail money and now he's free. He's just out there. And here's, okay, here's where the problem lies for me. Because when the journalist asked Dana White about this whole Conor McGregor situation, Dana White said, okay, what Conor McGregor did was absolutely despicable and it was disgusting, which I totally agree with. And a lot of people agree with if you actually do defend what Conor McGregor did that day, which was to throw throw a dolly towards the bus and injuring multiple fighters on that bus. And as a result, canceling their fights on fight nights. Okay, yeah, that is pretty much disgusting. That is horribly disgusting, actually. So that's what Dana White said prior to Conor McGregor's court hearing. But what happened after Conor McGregor got out of court and got out of jail and paid his bail money, they asked Dana White the same question again. And now Dana White is saying, oh, we're cool. Me and Conor McGregor are cool. So you don't even know what to believe and you almost start to wonder, did Dana White have something to do with this whole situation? Because, you know, the first thing that he says, it's pretty much logical. But the next thing he says, you know, it's pretty much contradictory to what he said before. So, you know, what is actually going on here? And this is why. I especially I feel like throughout the past few years, like the past two years or so, especially since the time that Conor McGregor has been on a rise in the whole sport of MMA, I feel like these are the things that, um, you know, are attracting more casual fans. However, they're, um, you know, uh, repelling purists like MMA purists. And I feel like as an MMA purist myself, we do need to focus more on the authenticity of our sports and actually focus on the fights first and then uh, a little bit of show. So I feel like it should be our, our, our main focus should be on the sport itself first. And then if uh, need be, then we can uh, throw in some other stuff um, into the whole mix to bring in more entertainment. So for example, we can perhaps talk about the backstories, like the background stories and the history behind certain fighters so that we can um, attract more people to watch their fights. I feel like that's a better way and a more touching way to attract more people to promote the fight, to bring in more people to actually watch the fights on pay-per-view. But in my opinion, if we try to just um, go with violence and, you know, just um, throwing things around and injuring each other and um, bullying each other and, um, you know, being all sorts of that, like, it doesn't really make sense because this is not what real martial arts is about. Like, yeah, this is totally, I feel like we need to change our ways, especially in mixed martial arts. I feel like boxing, we have less of a problem with that because in boxing, we actually know, we see fighters, the way they treat, first of all, themselves, their opponents, their uh, their um, promoter, and um, the fans, the way they actually treat everything is like business. 
what they do inside the ring does not have to have anything to do with how they behave outside the ring and um, I really appreciate that because they, they've actually separated uh, the business aspect of the sport the actual sport aspect of the sport and the entertainment aspect of the sport and that's something uh, to really admire in boxing however in mixed martial arts especially I feel like because it's evolving every day and it's a it's a pretty much much newer sport than boxing or other um, other sports we really don't know yet do we really just want to stick with the sport aspects of things do we really want to be like boxing like traditional sports like boxing or do we kind of want to shift our focus towards being more like professional wrestling and um, being more entertaining so do we want more blood and gory or do we actually want more technique and more um more um yeah so sports uh more yeah more techniques and sports do we want that or do we want entertainment so i feel like we actually need to determine that and actually figure that out with like in amongst ourselves before we allow people like conor mcgregor to mess things up in a way so yeah that's uh what i really wanted to say in regards to that whole situation and i know it's not you know, not a lot of people are talking about it, but it, but I feel like the situation uh, within it in depth, I feel like we need to treat that in order for us to prevent things like that from happening in the future. So, yeah, that's what I think about this whole situation anyway. So, yeah. So that was one of the things that happened over this past week. And oh, I actually want to give a fight announcement. So I think Yes, so not this week, obviously, but the week after, we are going to be breaking down Lomachenko's fight in boxing. Um, that fight is going to be phenomenal because after a while, we have Lomachenko fighting again. And um, I'm personally super excited for that fight. Every time you get to see Lomachenko fight in the ring, it's like it's so he does it so effortlessly and i purely i genuinely enjoy watching lomachenko fight whoever he fights um every time i actually watch him so that fight's going to be pretty interesting so i definitely recommend all of y'all to tune in next week as well for our breakdown of that fight as well but as for this week, so this week we have UFC Fight Night, all right? So UFC Fight Night on FS1, and it's going to be headlined by a phenomenal fight, actually, between Edson Barboza and Kevin Lee. Oh, man, so we're going to be breaking down that fight, and then the Coleman event is going to be uh, a fight between Frankie Edgar and Cobb Swanson, and we have a, a whole bunch of other phenomenal fights on this whole main card, and the preliminary card, too, is pretty packed, and um, I would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight card. I know a lot of people don't really watch fights until um, there's a, there's an opportunity for, for a, a pay-per-view fight to actually buy and watch it but you know i feel like some of the fights that you don't actually get to see and are just um there on tv and you don't really um you know set your calendars for them i feel like those are the fights to actually watch because um a lot of people actually underestimate uh, some of the fighters that are going to be fighting on those um um you know um regular fight cards so i feel like everybody actually does need to start paying more attention to 
um, just the regular Fight Night cards on uh, on Fox and you know uh, channels like that. So yeah, definitely, definitely do, especially this Fight Card. Definitely do watch it. Okay. Anyway, without further ado, because I actually want to focus a, a lot on these two fights that I just talked about, I'm just gonna get started with the breakdown. So starting with the co-main event of the evening. So have Cub Swanson fighting the former featherweight champion Frankie Edgar okay so Frankie Edgar okay so he is one of a kind because he he has the wrestling in him and he has the striking in him and um, not only that but he also fights with a lot of knowledge and he actually fights wisely that's what I love about Frankie Edgar's style and Cops Swanson too, he's not that different from Frankie Edgar, even though he hasn't really won any championships or anything. But because of that, I feel like you shouldn't really underestimate Cup Swanson. So Cup Swanson, what he does is he's a pretty much he pretty much he's a brawler. So yeah, so the thing is, even though uh, this particular fight is actually going to be for three rounds, I feel like Cup Swanson is a guy that can actually go toe to toe with Frankie Edgar for about like 10 rounds, 10 five minute rounds if need be. So I feel like because of that, Frankie Edgar really needs to watch out for how he himself um, distributes his own energy throughout the rounds and um, you know how he changes levels and how he um, he he um, does different things in terms of skills like he shouldn't just focus on striking or just wrestling you should definitely vary things up but he definitely needs to uh, pay attention to how much energy he's actually expending with every single punch and every single takedown that he's actually attempting on Cop Swanson so that's one thing that I think is going to be a determining factor in this fight and for Cop Swanson just like I said he's just so um, uh, perseverance and his cardio and endurance is on point so because of that I feel like if the fight actually does go to distance I feel like Cop Swanson is going to have a higher chance of actually winning this fight through decision but I feel like he still needs to uh, watch out for Frankie Edgar's shots because what is so distinguishing about Frankie Edgar's shots is that he delivers everything. Every factor that you look for in someone striking, okay, in particular striking, he delivers. So he throws a lot of volume, he has accuracy, he has speed, and he has power with his strikes. But the only thing that I said is um, probably he really needs to watch out for his cardio. So yes, he has all of those tools, but um, would he actually be able to use them all at once, especially in, in this particular fight that could potentially last the whole um, length of the uh, three rounds. So I feel like for that reason, this is what makes this fight so tricky for both of these guys. So, um, you know, Frankie Edgar, he has a lot of tools in in his um uh, box of resources you could say but the the uh, challenge with it is he needs to really figure out when to use what and how to just like i said um use his energy throughout the fight to be successful to be ultimately successful in this fight and for cop swanson you know he he can do anything but the thing is can he actually 
um, uh, stand toe-to-toe with the sort of uh, advanced skills that Frankie Edgar is going to bring to the table. But I feel like if Cobb Swanson is able to mostly uh, fight this fight through uh, counteracts and um, counterpunches, I feel like that's going to be very a, a very good tactic to have in this fight. But overall, I would say... You know, it would be it wouldn't be super wise for either one of these fighters to just go go into full defensive mode because, you know, by doing that, especially with both of their opponents. So with for Frankie with Cup Swanson and for Cup Swanson with Frankie, because you know <laughs> your opponent is a badass pretty much. That that is a very risky thing to do to just sit back and be cautious and throw whenever they throw. A punch towards you so I feel like that is definitely not the best thing to do but overall because of all of the things that I just mentioned I feel like this fight is a very interesting fight to watch because both guys are pretty much at the same level and because they're both advanced like they're at that high high top a uh, top-notch level so because of that I would definitely recommend everybody to definitely watch this fight I use a lot of definitely's, but you know how it is here on TKO. When I recommend something to y'all, you better go out and watch it because you will not regret it, okay? Anyway, so now moving on to the main event of the evening, Kevin Lee and Edson Barboza. So, okay, Edson Barboza, um, his last fight was against the current champion Khabib Nurmagomedov. And he obviously lost, and unfortunately, he actually lost with a really demolishing manner. And that Khabib constantly went for takedowns and took Edson Barboza down, and kept ground, kept on grounding and pounding him. But the thing is, don't let that fool you, because we're talking about Khabib in that case, and Khabib is just one of a kind. But Edson Barboza himself. He himself is one of the very few people in the organization that has been able to knock out cold, like knock out people cold to the canvas only through kicks. Okay, so that's how dangerous of a striker, especially kicker, Edson Barboza is. And um, obviously, he's known for that in the whole UFC. So um, for that reason, I would say Kevin Lee really needs to watch out for Edson Barboza, especially in the very first um, moments of the fight, because you don't really know when and where that dangerous, dangerous kick is going to be coming from to knock you out, unfortunately. But Kevin Lee, on the other hand, too, um, I think the last fight that he had was against Tony Ferguson. And um, it was actually a very close fight. Uh, Unfortunately, Kevin Lee, um, he slipped for a second. And um, it was a very um, unusual way to get submitted in a fight. Because when you're in that triangle position on the top, you should normally just be able to you know, um, uh, grapple with your opponent who is um, uh, on the ground and, you know, just work things from there. But unfortunately, Kevin Lee actually gets submitted in that position. And I feel like it was because, excuse me, it was because he had to lose so much weight for that fight because he had to go from 170, uh, 170 pounds to 155 pounds in two days. And for that reason, I would say it was pretty much merely because of his exhaustion due to weight cutting that he lost that fight to um, Tony Ferguson in that particular fashion. 
But okay, I said that because I want to say just because that, just because that thing happened does not mean does not define Kevin Lee as a fighter as a talented fighter because it, okay, there was obviously something in Kevin Lee that uh, that made Dana White put him up against Tony Ferguson. And Kevin Lee himself is a phenomenal striker, is a phenomenal submission artist and uh he's a dangerous guy and i feel like you should not slip for a second in a fight because he's actually going to take advantage of that opportunity and he's gonna um uh, uh, turn it in favor of him himself so i said all those things so yes both of these guys have had slips in the past especially in their past fights um in her in their last fights so yes, they have had their ups and downs, but that does not take anything away from how phenomenal of, uh, of fighters these guys are. They're both super dangerous. They're both knockout artists. They're both finishers if, if um, uh, the time actually comes. And so because of that, oh man, I don't know um, how this fight is actually going to go because both of these guys are uh, uh, professionally, uh, uh, they're, they're, they, they would actually prefer to uh, do, do the fight through striking and not so much wrestling and, um, um, you know, grappling. So I would say one of these guys has to, by force, take the fight to the ground. So because that, that area, that whole area is... Uh, uh, sort of like unknown territory for the other guy even though I did say they're both really good on the ground but I feel like if one of them actually does take the fight to the ground then they can have a better chance of um, finishing the fight in a more controlled manner because just like I said if they're just um, standing up striking with each other they don't really know when that deadly punch is actually coming from um, a, a deadly punch that is potentially going to knock them out they don't know when and where that is coming from so because of that if they actually want to be safe with their fights they can potentially take the fight to the ground and uh, just grapple uh, with their opponents and try to tire them out in that way and then if later throughout the fight the fight actually um, is stood up then they can potentially outbox their opponent or outstrike their opponent and win through that manner. And so this fight too, this fight between Kevin Lee and Edson Barboza as well is so is going to be a very, very close fight because both of these guys too are just so close to each other um, um, skill-wise. And um, if this was a video game, both of these guys would have uh, would be at the same um, uh, you know advanced level. So because of that, you know that can you can probably imagine how interesting this fight is going to be. And then because of all of those things that I just said, I would definitely recommend all of you guys. So definitely watch this fight. And I also think that whoever wins this fight is potentially going to be in line for uh, for the title for the lightweight title against Khabib again. Um, well, Kevin Lee hasn't really fought Khabib, but Essen Barboza has. So, you know, just overall, um, the fight itself is going to be so interesting and the implications that it's going to have uh, for the future, they're also going to be interesting. So because of that, yes, just like I said, definitely do watch this fight. You are not going to regret it. And 
rather you would actually enjoy it. Okay. All right. So I think that is all I have for you guys today. Just like I said, next week we're going to be breaking down Lomachenko's fights and a whole bunch of other things we're going to talk about next week. It was so nice being back in here in the studio with you guys. I really, really missed it. And um, I just want to give a shout out to you guys for constantly supporting us and listening to our show week by week. So thank you. Kudos to you guys. And with that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Okay, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.